Welcome to the Career Empowerment Network. I'm your host, Brianna Dotson, and around here, we believe that we can have both a life and career that excites us every morning. We chat all things around climbing the corporate ladder and landing high-paying dream jobs, all without giving up your social life. After landing over 25 interviews, I accepted a dream offer and was promoted from college intern to corporate commercial manager in less than five years. And now my goal is to empower women just like you to live their best freaking lives while working in corporate America. If you're a high-achieving woman who's ready to ditch societal norms and build a life you're obsessed with while skyrocketing your career, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of coffee and let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode here on the Career Empowerment Network. Today we are talking about one of my favorite parts of the job search process, which is negotiation. I don't know if it's the salesperson inside of me or just the fact that there is so much money left on the table when you do not negotiate, but I freaking love negotiation. And I think it's important to note that over 80% of employers actually expect some sort of negotiation when they are hiring new candidates. So this is your sign and I want you to pinky promise me right now that you are always, 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 always going to negotiate your offer. Even if your career shifting, even if you are getting back to work after months without work, even if you're entry level, right? always, always, always negotiate your salary. And if you are looking for support in your salary negotiation, my negotiation roadmap literally walks you through the formula needed to have a winning negotiation, scripts included. So we'll make sure to drop that link below in the show notes for you. And let's dive into all things negotiation. And I really could talk about this all freaking day, but I want to be short and concise and really give you the information you need to know in order to be successful in your negotiation. And more importantly, know what's even possible for you to negotiate. Because a lot of times we First off, like, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Like, when you get an offer that you're so freaking excited about it, there is that little voice inside of your head that's like, well, should I ask for more? Like, this is already a good offer. Like, I'm not sure. Like, are they going to take the offer back? Are they going to think that I'm being greedy, that I'm not happy with this offer, right? It is normal human behavior to have that little voice inside telling you, like, are you sure you want to negotiate, right? And I want you to know that if you are negotiating your offer and you provide a counter offer or you walk into your negotiation in an empowered way, in a way of always being excited about the offer and in a genuine way, they are not going to rescind your offer. And if for some reason they did, then it's probably not a company you want to work for anyway, because I know if you are in this community here, if you are loving this podcast, if we are vibing, then you are not someone who is going to just go into your negotiation super stern, like my way or the highway, right? Because with that sort of attitude, then of course, the employer is going to be like, okay, do we actually want this person to work for us? But I know that's not your vibe. And I know you're going to approach it in a genuine way because of course, the employer wants you to be happy with the 
offer that you are accepting because they want to have, you know, a higher retention rate. They want you to come in and want you to be excited, feel like you're well compensated because if you accept a lowball offer that you are not happy with, then you are going to be out job searching a year from now and then you're going to be in the same place. Your employer is going to have to hire someone else, right? So at the end of the day, they want both parties to be happy. So another thing when it comes to negotiation is do not compare what you're currently making to your new opportunities. Do not compare your current salary to a new offer that you received for a new job in a new company, in a new industry, even if there are things that are the same, like say for example, your job title is account manager and this new opportunity is an account manager job, say at a competitor. And one would think, well, it's the same title, it's the same company, all of these things, right? But just because it's the exact same title doesn't mean that it's the exact same role and responsibilities to what you have now because every company is a little bit different. And a lot of times people sell themselves short because they compare what they're currently making to their next opportunity. Or even if you are like industry shifting or you know, you're getting a promotion, a new role somewhere else, you look at it like, wow, I'm already making 30% more. I'm making 40% more. And maybe you have more than doubled your salary. So now you're like, well, I'm really happy with this offer. They're giving me a lot more than I'm making now. So I just shouldn't negotiate because I'm really excited about this offer. I challenge you to negotiate. Remember you pinky promised me at the beginning of this episode that you are going to negotiate. So negotiate, hold your side of the pinky promise because around here, pinky promise is literally the law, okay? So always negotiate more because you don't wanna leave that money on the table. And if it gets to the point of, you know, they let you know, hey, this is the best we can do in terms of salary. The good news is, is that there's more than just annual compensation that you can negotiate right? Clients who I've worked with and myself in these sort of negotiations have negotiated more PTO time, right? An additional week of PTO. I know for me, I would much rather have more PTO than an annual salary. So it's important when you're going into these negotiations to prepare, right? Prepare for what you're willing to settle for in terms of annual compensation, But then also like, are you interested in knowing if there's room on PTO? Another thing that you can negotiate is a one-time payment in the form of a sign-on bonus. So say you're capped out at salary and then you're like, well, salary, okay, they tell you this is the best we can do after you've gone through a thorough negotiation back and forth. Then you can throw out, you know, a one-time payment in forms of a sign-on bonus and this that you may need to sign like some sort of like six-month contract or one-year contract or something along those lines, right? But outside of those two, there are also so many other things that you could negotiate depending on your specific situation. And that could be, you know, flexible working situations, right? Maybe it's a flexible working schedule with your hours, or maybe it's like work from home or a hybrid schedule or something like that, that you could also bring to negotiation. And I will say that like anytime you're going into this conversation, try to get it on the phone, try to be in person, ideally if you could, but more than likely over the phone. 
email would really be a last option because you can't really pick up on the other person, like how they're responding, how they're interpreting what you're saying. And it's so much easier to market yourself in the negotiation process when you can explain verbally. That is really what I wanted to talk about in terms of the negotiation. So I always suggest to prepare what your salary expectations are, what you're willing to negotiate with, like what you're willing to settle for, all of that before your very first interview call. And the reason for that is, is more often than not on the very first screening with HR, salary is going to get brought up, right? So you want to be prepared to have that conversation. And I will always suggest to have them say a number first because they know that there is already a salary range allocated to that role. And inside of the negotiation roadmap, which will drop in the show notes below, I give you a script of how to phrase that in an empowered way. So that way you don't spend hours and hours and hours and potentially weeks interviewing for this role when the salary doesn't meet your expectations, right? Because that is absolutely the worst thing is to go through a super extensive interview process only to get a super low ball offer that they're not willing to negotiate on, right? And I do not wish that upon literally my worst enemy, right? And another thing is this doesn't happen as much anymore, but we kind of covered this already, but this is the last thing that I wanted to throw in here is don't compare your current salary to what you're making. The same thing goes for if anyone ever asks you in the interview process what you're currently making. And my response to that would be that you're more interested on what the role and responsibilities are for this job because that is what's going to determine the salary over what you're currently making now because it may be very different. Your day-to-day may look very different from what it's going to look like in this new role. So that is what I will leave you with when it comes to salary negotiation. And if you absolutely loved this podcast, I would love if you would write me a review on whatever platform that you're watching or DM me on Instagram what your biggest takeaway was because if you love negotiation, like literally I can make a thousand episodes about it. So let me know what you're loving and I'll make sure to create more of that for you because I want this podcast to serve you as much as possible. And that's all for today and I'll catch you in the next episode.